Warning, this episode contains explicit content. Please proceed with caution. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Sex Talk. I am your host, Romeo. And I am your co-host, Maria. She has been featured on NPR, The NY Post, People Magazine, Shout Out LA, and The Moth. She is a rightness expert and certified coach with over 20 years of experience working with women who have great lives, but still always feel like there's something wrong. By addressing the underlying source of their suffering Anna creates transformative experiences for her clients so they can finally own their inherent rightness to feel vital, alive, in their skin, and lives. Welcome to the show, Anna. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> so I'm going to have to ask you this question. You probably, you've got, you probably get this all the time, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself or as much as you want, and how did you become a rightness expert and certified uh, uh, coach? Yeah, um, I'll answer the second part first. I became <laughs> a certified coach because I had been literally just, I'm someone who had, um, for the most part, people came to me all the time and I knew how to, uh, I, I'm like my father in that, where people would come to him with his problems and he would always listen and then be able to give some sort of sage advice. Although that's not really coaching, but it's just something that comes easy for me. Um, and so at some point I thought I would make it official and I got certified and and had and got officially trained in a number of different modalities around it. Um, so that's the that's the second part. The first part, why, why am I a rightness expert? Um, the, the, the short version is I, I had a life that was filled with trauma and a lot of things that went off and wrong and had been conditioned to believe that I was the problem. There was something deeply inherently wrong with me. Um, I believed that for a long time. Um, there was a lot more that had happened that was really huge, sort of out of the regular scope of trauma, just like large scale events. And I genuinely believed for good reason why that that was my doing. Um, and it almost took me out a couple of times. Like I literally was like, I don't even know, I don't even know if I want to be on the planet. And I had already been in therapy. I had already done a lot of work, but it just wasn't quite touching the spot. And then, um, uh, this was well before I'm old enough to to tell you that this was before the internet and before all the the trauma informed information and all that stuff that we now have readily available. I I had to figure out in the dark, stumbling around, um, how to bring myself whole and and stop being on the the circuitous, maddening. Um, uh, treadmill of there's something wrong with me. There's something mm. wrong with me. I've got to fix what's up, what's wrong with me. It's not working. Let me go back to the tread. Like that maddening thing. I just had to go back to the drawing board and go like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to figure out how to do it. And I, 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 from the ground up, 
learned somatically and and nervous system wide how to um uh calm myself down come from a place of um i want to say sanity and i'm going to say sanity the reason why i say sanity is because there's a certain madness that comes with the thinking around there's something wrong with me. There's something mm-hmm. wrong with me. So I have to literally figure out how to be, how to grow sanity from madness. And so that's why, and I now support people, support women from all walks of life on how to bring their own sanity to their madness. That's, that's tough work because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it ain't. It ain't <laughs> it easy wasn't either. Always easy. <laughs> no, because I mean, how how many people ha- you look at, right? Especially nowadays in the digital age, everybody you can, I can pick up my phone and the other person on the other side of the screen, their life looks amazing, everything looks yeah. great, but yeah. people still there is this thing that um, we feel like there's something wrong, or or you, sometimes you feel dead and unsatisfied in in their lives, but how? Where do, you know, it's very hard, even that, let's say if that's true, it's even harder trying to come out of it. Oh um, God, yeah. Um, that's the hard, I think that's the the main, that's the journey, right? The, the one part is to come in, I guess you have to come to terms to a lot of things, but really have that, go through that journey. And sometimes that's painful. I mean, listen, you you do pick your pain. So I, I yes, it is painful. Yes, it is challenging, but you do, Let's take it off of the trauma, you know, informed conversation. Let's put it in, in, you know, a simpler thing, which is like the diet industry or, or whatever, right? If you're, if you're not in shape and you're, let's say 300 pounds overweight and you're unhappy about it, there's, there's the suffering of living in some life where you're unhappy with your weight, unhappy with your health, unhappy with the way just physically you feel that's a certain suffering and then there's the suffering of taking yourself out of the inertia and and figuring out how to move your body how to like figure out what's actual hunger as opposed to the hungry ghost thing that just wants to consume everything because you're trying to just like shove down feel like there's there's challenges and sort of pain and suffering in all of those different veins you choose the vein you want to be like bringing the blood into you do you know what i mean no one one has a certain result and the other one has a different result your videos by the way are amazing your instagram videos i i have a collection of pretty much everything you post if someone were to pick up my phone they'll think i'm stalking you They, it speaks to it speaks to. I even sent Maria. I'm like, look at this one. This is really great. You know, Maria. I've sent her all this stuff. It's just it speaks to a lot. The stuff that you touch is very. It's harsh, but there, there, there's it's there's truth to it. Now, here's my question. You offer how to find your 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 inherent passion, right, and and and, and rightness. But why specifically women? Why not everybody? What 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 drove you to? Women are told from a very young age. We're indoctrinated into a um, form of lying to ourselves. So, and, and denying ourselves and pretending that how we feel isn't the right way to feel or the right way to think. And so at a young age, if you see girl, little girls, little girls are like, (laughs) 
uh, for the most part, these little power, like they, they're just like powerful little beings and they are like, they're alive and they express themselves and they wear whatever they want to wear and they want to do whatever the heck they want to do. And then at some point, you know, it's even unspoken, no matter, even if you're raising them to be a confident um, little being, at some point they get indoctrinated, we get indoctrinated into a larger story, which is start to deny yourself. That's not the way you're supposed to act. That's not the way you're supposed to feel. Good girls are don't show anger. Good girls dress a certain way. Good girls um, behave a certain way. There's this like bull, bull crap uh, concept around virginity and like who you are is this. Thing. Like there's all these ways that we condition young girls into women. And they're all versions of um, self like betrayal and lies. And so why women specifically? Because unraveling that is literally unleashing a power source in the world that's needed right now. I, uh, I definitely agree on that, that there's definitely that much there's that power source. And when, when you see people or at least women, I want to say when you do see these women are out there that they've really truly have now unleashed themselves and they're living their so they're truly authentic. It's a different type of energy. I can tell you that with, with, with certainty. Do you think that n now we're living in this age of information and, and, and whatnot are more women, uh, uh, navigating or they're taking themselves in this direction of, how can I be more fulfilled with myself as, as a woman, as, a, as, as an individual? Are we seeing that? Are you seeing this, like this, this, this I mean, shift? I am. I, I don't know about you all, but there's this whole movement where the lie that um, a marriage and children or the, the prescribed um, formula, uh, yeah, storybook path that you're supposed to take is going to bring you happiness, like that has spoiled on the vine like that story can't be sold anymore to right, us right and um and also where is the prince charming like the prince hasn't really shown up either do you know yeah um they're they're more like you know gaston from beauty and the beast you know what i mean it's like they're not really yeah. quite like living up to their own potential right. and so women for the most part nowadays are like you know what i'm good i'm i can work I, I actually know how to pleasure myself. I know that it's not, I've got women friends. I've got like, I would rather not sign up for that crazy. I'm good over here. And the women who, I'm speaking generally, right? And the women who have signed up for that are also realizing, you know what? I didn't quite get the prize that I was promised. Somehow I'm I'm now raising not just my children, but I'm also sort of raising my my husband. Like I've got not just three children, yeah. I've got a fourth child as well. Do you know? It's like women are are waking up to the reality and also the promise of feminism, right? right. The promise of feminism didn't pay off either. And so none of those things are working. And so women are now starting to forge their own way. They're starting to be like, you know what? Mm that ain't working, I'm going to do me. And so, yeah, I do think that there's a new generation of um, uh, forging and finding their own path. I think that's, I think that's amazing because I, I'll tell you this, like, and, and not feeling shame because there is this thing, right? And I think uh, 
we can agree that if a woman finds herself like, oh, she she divorced her husband, left her kids, or I'm just in the, I'm just using a very stereotypical yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. structure here. And in oh, some she's... cultures, that's still true. Like even in America, if, like if you're in a Hispanic culture, if you're in an Indian, like if like there are certain cultures that are it's like, oh my gosh, divorce is a really big deal. Right. And she's selfish. She's doing this. How can yeah, she do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's this thing, this reality, and, and it's like women give up so much. Like I've seen my mom sacrifice so much to, 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 to be a mom, to be a, a wife, to, to, you know, there's so much. And the moment that someone steps out of these or deviates, now I don't want to say deviate, but let's say leaves this institutions deviate. that are in place. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're somehow, Oh no, she's, you know, you have, Oh no, she's that one girl. She's that, that she's that one, you know, be careful with her. Even the husband or, or the, the family will say, Oh, here she comes. A crazy one. The one that's emancipated. Or the you know? church or the, <laughs> the community or whatever. Yes, absolutely. So much pressure. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, and listen, I want to say you met, you talked about the whole Prince Charming thing. Disney is finally repairing the damage that they've done for, <laughs> for decades to women now, what are they doing? They're retelling all the stories from a point of a woman where you don't need a man to keep you happy. You don't need to wait because so many people were sold on that idea. Even I was sold to that someday some Prince Charming or someone will come. You just got to sit there and wait and everything that's, will fall into place. And that's the saddest thing that has I feel um, yeah. women had experienced. Passively, passively wait to be saved. And, and that's everywhere, in and out of the bedroom. We are passively waiting for someone to to touch the spot, and to to rescue us. And it and that storyline runs deep. And yes, it does. Uh, and even if we think that we are empowered, there's still a part of us that's like, you still need a man. I'm, yeah, still inside of that. I every single time, like I've been, I'm I'm married to someone who has his own <laughs> unique story, and and. We're, we're both firmly in the camp of um, the, 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 the key to genuine happiness, the genuine key to happiness in a, in a relationship and also in life is in a woman's empowerment in and out of the bedroom. Like a woman actually, and genuine, not like I support you or like a man's patronizing idea of like, I believe in her, but like, where's my dinner? Like, that's not, that's not, we're like firmly in that camp. And there are times when he'll, will discover in him some sort of like thing that was not uncovered where it's like, oh, there's that thing. Or in me where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm some level I was wanting you to save me. Do you know? Um, every single conversation where I want him to just magically understand because he's supposed to, I work through the spot where I'm like, no, Anna, build the bridge. He's a completely different human being. Like teach him how to be there and vice versa. So yeah, it's everywhere. And, and, you know, I see it too. Like you, you see people, Oh, you know, I'm following this path and it's very, there's a superficial path because I feel like you have to truly understand and unravel the thing that is driving you because sometimes you'll fall into these places all over again. Like I'm seeing so many girls or individuals, I want to say, uh, I'm so liberated. I'm so this. And yet like you're following, you're still following the the patterns that still exist. That has, that mm-hmm. has not really transformed you. It's only transformed you on the superficial level on the things that you want to just allow and believe and let yeah. it rest it's there. It's very, it's <laughs> very, um, cunning and baffling as they say in the 12 step rooms. It's, it's a, it's a, um, pervasive 
So what what's one thing that um, women, our listeners, can do for themselves to start and bridge that, start bridging that, uh, in bridging to get to the place where they can truly be own their their, yeah. their rightness. Yeah, that's a great question. So so right before, so I'll I'll give you a little bit of a of a peek behind the veil here. Okay. So right before we, meaning the listeners, right before we recorded this, we were recording meeting you know, Romeo and us, we were recording and I was like, this isn't feeling like on the spot for me. Can we start over? So I was, I, there's so much that is rightness that there's so much that's like a perfect example of what I mean by rightness inside of what happened. So there was a sort of gnawing feeling in me. It wasn't like, but it was like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. I've got a whole, I could have moved along that and just kept ignoring it, which women do all the time. We ignore, we ignore, we ignore ourselves. We're taught to ignore ourselves all the time. And that's, by the way, a form of disempowerment. We ignore ourselves, culture uh, ignores ourselves, our relationships ignore us. We don't really pay attention until we're finally so annoyed and angry and pissed off or frustrated that we explode. And then we're looked at as crazy. So I didn't do that. I was like, you know what? That said it a couple of times. I know it's not really ideal that I'm gonna ask this. I know that it's sort of a pain in the butt that I'm gonna do this. I know that it might be a big ask, but I believe in myself and I trust myself enough to actually ask. Oh, and so I said, can we just interrupt this and can we start over again? I didn't feel like I was a burden. I mean, I've been at this game for a long time. I didn't feel like it was embarrassing. Again, I've been at this particular gym, like working out this particular muscle for a long time. So I was like, can we just do this? I was just following my own, what I knew was right. Your instincts, like your-, your My instincts, my thing. And you were like, okay. And then we started and then I was like, okay, now like we've got, but I was true to myself. Right, right. I didn't ignore myself. And not only did I not ignore myself, I gave myself what I call rightness that is a good and right thing that I'm feeling. Most of us, what ends up happening is how we ignore our, ourselves is that we tell ourselves, eh, there's something right, wrong with that. Right, right, right. There's something wrong with me. I'm just being stupid. I'm just being a pain in the butt. I'm just being whatever. So if I could tell women anything is you start small and you start today and you build that muscle every single day. It might start at a two pound weight, which is, I'm, I'm unhappy. I don't know if you're in a relationship with someone and, and, um, you want more attention. And I don't mean like, wow, wow, wow. I want all attention all the time. But if someone is just playing video games all the time and they're not really listening to you and you're sort of fundamentally unhappy and they're not really giving you, it's like, like speak up. And maybe that's a hundred pound weight. Maybe you have to start smaller. Maybe instead of like speaking up there, you go, hey, um, I'm, I'm, what would be a two pound weight for that kind of situation? A two pound weight for that kind of situation would be, I would like, um, uh, before you start playing video games, if we could just connect for five minutes, if we could just like have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, mm -hmm. and if we could just like, hey, how are you? What's going on? If we could just connect like that. 
then you can go do your video games and you can do that stuff. But if we could just have me first or you first or us first, that might be a good two pound weight to start. No, it's great advice. You know, as, as an actor myself, uh, one of the things they teach us, uh, me at being Meisner trained is um, you can't sit on impulse. You sit on it. Yeah. It th- that's where yeah. the emotions yeah. come you from. Die. Yeah, you just die. That's... Like all the energy goes to the, the the missed opportunity. And then you're like, why do I feel this way? Because you didn't address it then and there. Yeah. They yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's. Yeah. But you know, it's sad that really women have been conditioned to that. And it's interesting too because women are can bear pain. And what I and why am I making this connection is because if you, you, they're they're creating they're not creating but they've been conditioned to sit in your misery let it you know it's like a I want to say like a like a not elastic but there's like this like dormant um, suffering that happens when you're not really who you really we're are. So conditioned, we're so conditioned to be in pain. And and by the way, we coddle men and men are not conditioned. <laughs> and in the same token, like we we don't condition them to, I don't, and one, I, by the way, I don't want anybody to be conditioned to pain. So no. let's not just say that right. I'm like, I'm not saying that so that men can and then women should, you know what I right, mean? Right, I'm not right, right. trying to, to seesaw that. What I'm saying is that, first of all, the whole entire game is, is ridiculous and corrupt. So let's not actually have, like throw okay. out the game, but- Men are coddled for the most part. They're spoiled for the most part. And then on top of that, we also go for that gift of being coddled and spoiled. You then, if there's anything that ever happens, a war or some sort of battle, we will sacrifice your bodies. If there's a fire, you should go in because your body, and and inside of the larger scope of it, the really wealthy won't ever actually have to deal with that. Right. But the other men, the 90-something percent of the other men who don't have it, they can sacrifice. Like, it's a crazy model, and it doesn't work. Well, we're seeing that. You're seeing everything's trick. Everything's falling up, not falling apart, but we're shattering all these, pre- I don't say prehistoric, but we're shattering these institutions that itself were like, these were toxic. Like Yeah, and by the way, those toxic systems are desperately trying, like clawing for power still. Well, so we are literally inside of sort of like the the systems clawing for its life while they're at the same time. Like we are in history in the making right now. We and are. The answer to that is women, 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 women. You know... I have no problem with that. And uh, <laughs> I really don't. Along with men. <laughs> like, don't. I'm not saying that men aren't going to be a part of it, but, uh, but like women coming forward and women being honest and women get women getting right on the spot with who they are and then moving forward from there and then being in partnership and men being in partnership and stepping like that is the way forward. That is the way forward. And um, you, you mentioned something, you know, we're we're we're, paved, we're in the middle of this. Uh, I want to say this paradigm shift or energy shift. I have friends that he does shadow work, and we talked about this. Like this shift in and what's happening is uh, there's a rise and there's a shift of energy. That's a good thing. And we're gonna see a lot of good things. But here's the thing that I that that I really do too is like you have we we all have to be really be careful because these institutions are falling apart, but they're trying to reinvent themselves. They're trying to reinvent themselves in different ways that sound more appealing. You're like, well, wait a minute. Oh, you know, I'm going to go in this direction. But at the end of the day is, you know, it's it's uh, it's really tough. Um, 
when you have to really sit down with yourself and really start taking the inventory um, and really start breaking down the things that you didn't want to address once upon a time, but now you have to because you want to live happy. Um, and it's it's I'm glad there's people like you. There is this vulnerability that does exist. And sometimes that in itself can be scary. It's the vulnerability that we put ourselves when we start to really go deep and start really trying to get exit out of this. Uh, I don't know. What can I say this exit out on this? Help me here for better lack of word. Exit yeah, out of this, I think this, what you're trying pit. to say is like exit out of the of the, you know, part of the dynamic of giving our power away to institutions or to relationships or to even to the structure of, of the patriarchy um, is a war that happens on the inside. Even mm -hmm. when we're winning, there's a war because the, the, the winning, it's like what you're talking about before, when you were talking about Instagram and people are like, wow, they look like they have it all, but somehow on the inside, it just hasn't quite touched. They look, they've lost a lot in order to win. I did that. My God. I remember I, I was living, I was on Broadway and I was touring the country and I was performing and yada, yada. that had been my life. Right. And then, and then, after I had a really large drama, my father and my brother were both, we can really go off in a different direction here, but you know, you, you tell me how you'd like to go, but I will say what happened, my, my father, and my brother were both murdered in a gangland style killing. And that dramatically altered the course of my life. And I, from there decided to do all of the right good girl things. Um, before I had been living a very rebellious life. And then I decided to do all the good and right things. And so I, <laughs> me, I'm not a corporate person, but I ended up working deep into corporate America. I was married. I had like the, all the, like the picket fence, bought the house, but like all of it on paper looked fantastic. And when I tell you that I was a hole on the inside, that could not be filled. It was, I was empty and deeply unhappy because I was building all of that for all the wrong reasons. I was trying to live the right life and where I was coming from was a deep sense of there's something wrong with me. And I, since I had careened back and forth, like I had lived the other life, right? which was everything's wrong over there. And I'm self-righteous, not right, right? Didn't quite touch the spot, then went to the other extreme. None of that worked. And so when you're inside of that model, there is always a war. You're either warring externally or you're warring internally. And so what you're speaking to is that dynamic. And, and I'm suggesting, and I'm hoping it's not easy, but again, pick your, pick your challenging, pick your pain, pick your, pick your hard. What I'm suggesting is to throw out the whole entire model and to, and to, and to courageously, this is not, this isn't for the weak of heart. No. Courageously, courageously start being in integrity first of all you have to discover who the heck you are you might not even know who the heck you are until you go you might be like living a living so many other people's lives right. that you don't even know where you are inside your own life and so then be true to that i don't even know who the heck i am that's painful it's extremely painful but, yeah but true yeah okay 
the next truth and then you follow the next truth and then you follow the next truth. Hopefully you do that with some support, especially if it's like, if you don't have much structure around you and if you don't have much sense of self, you hopefully you do it with some support. And there's a lot more support nowadays than when I started. You lost your father and you lost your brother to mm -hmm. a gang related uh, incident. May no one experience, go through that, but how yeah. do you not hate the world? And and blame. Oh, I was too busy every, hating you know, myself at that time. I mean, I hated the really, world before. I at mean, that point, I hated myself. I really. I was in a fight with my dad, and for good reason. You know, my dad was not going to win Father of the Year. Um, you know, any prizes or anything like that. He he was a challenging human to say the very least. But I was like, you know, I was really coming from, okay. and that's a that's an important spot on the map. Just to say no, sometimes you have to sort of dig your, you know. But it wasn't necessarily a mature way, but it was where I was. And um, and the day that my father and my brother both died, I, I mean, I've said this before in a number, a number of other places, but I, I felt over, I'm not talking about, I had something moving my body, like some force screaming in my ear and moving my body towards the phone to tell him that I loved him. Tell him, tell him, tell him. And I was like, mm. No, I was like the stubborn no. And the fact that I did not tell my father that I loved him before he died, and then that night he died, or at least that's when I found out that night, um, I that devastated me. So it, all that anger and hatred turned towards myself and also, also the universe and God. I felt like I was forsaken and that there was no place for me. I mean, I was, it was not a good time for me, but that really brought me you know, I hate to say this, but it's been a long time. It's been a, well over 20 years, like 20 something years since that happened. And I, I now, now, and it's only in hindsight, when you look back and you look at all of the spots that connected the pearls that connected into the, into the pearl necklace. Right. But in the time looking back at all those dots and pearls, you're just confused and lost and you sort of just don't know what the heck you're doing or why. But now looking back, it all adds up. And I, and I know <laughs> I would have wanted to have learned all the things that I learned a different way, but that's not how it was. And now looking back, I'm like, all of it makes sense. And it's, it, it's, I wouldn't have changed it, but and, and I don't mean that in a Pollyanna way, but you know, you do have to, there's this story for those that might be listening, who are having a really hard time. There's this story. I remember my friend telling me who she went to this conference and the person who was speaking, it's like, oh, she was really boring. The person who was speaking and they're there one by one, everybody from the audience started to leave until there was like two people left. And at the end of the speech, the woman who was up at the podium was like, and I would like to share my vabuti. And vabuti is like living ash. It's it's the kind of holy ash, holy ash that it's it's divine of nature supposedly. Like it's only by giving it. Like if I give you my vabuti, I get like it never goes down. It's got that kind of divine quality to it, right? It's from the from the living saints, and so she gave them her like part of her vabuti. And so what her saying about that was like, sometimes you have to hold out for the vaputi. <laughs> it's like, and so if you're inside of a really painful spot, like hold on 
there is a purpose for you. There is a reason for you. Please hold out for the Vabuti. Please hold out for the surprise. I promise you that there is a place for you. I spent decades thinking that the universe was against me and that God hated me and that there was no purpose for me. And I swear to you that is furthest from the case. And I am not I, as much as you tell me, you know, wow, you're, I'm telling you that there is nothing special about me that is not in you. And so I'm, I'm, I please hold out. Wow. Thank you so much for that. And listen, if our, someone in our audience or our listeners, they want to get a hold of you, how can they do that to start uh, learning how to do their the rightness, specifically women, yeah. the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out there, yeah I work with men coach. too, but my jam is women. Um, how can they get a hold so, of you? Yeah, you can go on to my website. Certainly, it's myrightness.com. I'm on, you know, all the socials. Oh, I got to so follow you on TikTok as well. Um, um, you can follow me everywhere, but probably the best way to find me is on my website, on myrightness.com. Myrightness.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. I highly recommend you guys follow Ana del Castillo because she is amazing, amazing. Her content is amazing. And, and really, she's trying out there to help people. Thank All right, you. ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. I am your host, Romeo, here with Maria. Sorry, no, I'm here. I was just really busy listening and kind of, uh, you know, drawn into the whole story. But thank you so much for being here. All right. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email us at whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. That's whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. Till next time.